This is where our story begins, and this is where we determine, have you been forsaken to the will of the dice? Greetings, Earthbound Travelers. It's Monday night, and tonight is the premiere of In Search of Heroes, the third campaign from us here at Will of the Dice. Because I'm a crazy. Uh, for those that don't know me, I'm Tier the DM, the world's okayest DM, he, him. I will be your guide this evening through this tale in my homebrewed world of Runeth Kesha. Uh, before we get started, we do have some quick announcements. Uh, first and foremost, we offer mature audiences. Your discretion is advised. Alice. Hi, everyone. We at Will of the Dice do not encourage the use of nicotine products such as vaping, cigarettes, and cigars. Nicotine is a harmful and addictive substance, and we want all of you out there to be happy and healthy. Though some of us may be users of such products, do as we say, not as we do. If you are looking to quit or trying to quit, we support you in that endeavor. Awesome. Locke. Hi, gamers. I'm Locke Clark, and I'm going to take a moment to talk to you about our musicians on this show. These people are talented and they make great music and then they out of the generosity of their hearts allow us to use that music to heighten our experience and yours and make our whole game better and tonight those musicians are michael gelfi kevin mcleod jeff farber dwergar and patrick taylor our very own peculiar patrick thanks patrick awesome yeah, the the generosity of their hearts and the money that we pay. Uh, let's go ahead and do our introductions and get rolling. Hi again, everyone. I'm Alice, and tonight I will be playing Korana, both she, her. And you can find me on Twitter at Cabin Cupcake. Hi, gamers. I'm still Lot Clark. And um, tonight I will be playing Jorvik. Uh, Jorvik and I are both he, him. And you can Hi, find me on the social medias at Lock Unruly. That's Lock with an H. Sorry. That's okay. Hi, Iz. This is Ames. And tonight I'll be playing Era. And we are both she, her. And you can find me on Twitter at LollyGFIFO. Hi. Hi, everybody. This is Christina. And tonight I'll be playing Keto. We are both she, her. And you can find me on Twitter at Tia Morskaskola. I am Dan. And I will be playing Boomerzerig. Uh, in uh, both he, him, and you can find me on Twitter at RavenousDan. Hi, everyone. My name is Kendall. I am playing Azuril Fermenter. You can find me on Twitter at Kendall's Dumb. I ended on an upwards inflection there. I don't know why. Pronouns? He, him. Sorry, he, him. And you can find me on Twitter at tier underscore the underscore DM. As always, our safe word for tonight is porcelain. If you feel uncomfortable with anything going on, make sure you use it. We will pause the game, address the issues, and then get back to the story. With all that said, I say we begin. It is the year 1019, the second counting. 350 years before Bloodlines and Sins of Blood. 
The realm is known as Runeth Kesha, a place of magic and mystery, where anyone can rise to legendary status, and some already have. However, the realm in its entirety has been plunged into chaos. First, the demigod Lucaius is attempting to unveil the mysteries of the past, to free Vashka, his beloved wife and goddess of death, to bring forth a thousand years of weeping and gnashing of teeth. However, his way has been blocked by a group of would-be heroes. War. Its sharp, gnawing bite has come to the land. Beings of the Underdark have bound together to wage war on the Sunwalkers. Many homes lost, kingdoms toppled. Those same heroes that stand in Lucaius's way feel empathy for those that are displaced and have forged a small village in the great forest of the Weeping Wasteland called the Sword of Hope. It is here that many can escape the war and get on to some normalcy of life. It is a beacon to the downtrodden and lost, a place of rest and encouragement. Life is simple and peace abundant, or it was. But this day is a happy day. It is the Feast of the Founders. It has been several months since the village has come into its own and the elders left in place by the heroes have decided it is a time for celebration. The world around the village is alight with voices, with music, with games. The smell of smoked meats, cheeses, and good ale fill the air as people gather in congregation to celebrate this place of hope that they have found. Truly the name Sword of Hope being more than just a clever moniker. We start off with Keto. First off, please tell us who Keto is and where they would be, what they would be doing. Uh, Keto is a, a tall for a sea elf. She's like 5'11". Um, has silvery skin that kind of does a blue-green iridescence in the sun. Um, she's known for having long blue-black hair with like intricate braids. There's a scar across her eyebrow. She's usually wearing a shell necklace and fingerless gloves, boots, like scale mail chest piece, but like those warrior-style skirts. Um, she's just kind of hanging out by where the like food and stuff is. Um, her family's from the coast near Cape Hope, so this whole woods thing is a little different than she's used to. Ito, uh, a familiar-looking face, a halfling, will step up on a uh, stool next to you. It is Statler, the tavern owner. Ito, it's good to see you out, Glass. It's so good to see you. Usually I only see you at work for you, I guess. <laughs> well, I'm working, but it doesn't keep me from having a little nip every now and then. <laughs> Gotta keep your spirits up. Or down, and he'll take a drink from his mug. So, have you heard about the lottery? 
Oh, yes. I've been trying not to think about it. Um, I'm usually not lucky, so maybe I won't get picked. It'd be a great honor to go find the heroes, but I can understand some would have reservations. I hope I get chosen. You would be a great loss to the community, but a great asset to the group. You're kind for saying so. Here, and he will slam a mug down next to you. Have a drink on old Statler. Oh, she's going to take the, the, the drink. He's always got good ale and liquor. And she's going to start chugging it down. As you chug it down, you are mindful of the one inch by two inch wooden placard that you were handed earlier the day with numbers on it. Your ticket in the lottery, the lottery brought on by the elders to form a group to go in search of the heroes as they have seemingly vanished. It would seem that Quito doesn't want to go. No, uh, Quito's kind of using the, the ticket like a worry stone and rubbing the, the back of it where the numbers aren't. Um, some traveling and, and been, you know, like hired muscle for like caravan groups and ships and stuff, but this whole like looking for heroes sounds a little outside of her realm. The ale finished, the camaraderie continuing. What does Cito do? Keto do? Uh, Keto's just going to kind of like crowd watch and mill around, listening to what the, the chatter is, see if anybody's talking about anything other than the lottery, though that, that seems to be what's on most people's mind besides the feast. That is what is on most people's mind. The, there is a mixed conglomeration of thoughts, some thinking the elders are just overstepping their boundaries. Others thinking that it would be a grand adventure to go and assist the heroes of Sword of Hope. Some just resigned that their luck is bad enough that they will be drawn anyway. We pan from Quito to the young goblin. <laughs> what is... Uh, Boomer's egg doing. Oh, um, Boomer's egg is uh, you know, he's he's uh, digging into a fish, uh, a whole fish is in you know the it's probably that big, um, uh, cooked real nice, uh, and uh, he's uh, he's getting ready to dig in that the head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, As you go to dig in a uh, page. You can tell by the way they're dressed. They're very simple clothes. We'll come and hand you a wooden placard with numbers on it. Oh, um, B97. Okay, B97. Okay, I gotta remember B97. Um, that says 264. They will correct you. Oh, I had it upside down. <laughs> Uh, that makes more sense. <laughs> How is uh, Bumerzareg feeling about the 
lottery. Oh, it's a lottery! I'm gonna win! Hopefully I win! I wonder, gonna win. I wonder what I'm gonna win! Hmm. All kinds you, of things I could win. <laughs> you, the page will interrupt. You get to be part of the party that goes in search for the heroes. Oh, that's something I just... If I win it, I win it! Sounds good to me! <laughs> the young gentleman will step back a bit a look of concern across their faces. You seem to unnerve them, leaving you <laughs> to your fish. <laughs> Is Boomer's rig just spending their time eating then? Oh, yeah, 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 just eating. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, he's he looks uh, he looks quite uh, quite awkward though. Uh, you know, one, one side of his face looks kind of like it's been magically burnt somehow. The one eye is like big and bulbous and, you know. <laughs> we will leave Boomer's rig to his fish as we go to Jorvik. Yes. What is Jorvik doing? And introduce us to Jorvik. Uh, Jorvik is a dwarf. He's about uh, four foot seven. Um, he has a long uh, red beard with braids and adornments. Um, he is mostly shirtless. He's got sort of a fur um, mantle around his shoulders. One pauldron that's made of the carapace of some beast with some horn bits sticking out of it. Um, he's got a set of of gauntlets with van braces built into them that are made of the same sort of horned carapace. Um, he's got a really big hammer that appears to be the tooth of some giant thing that's been capped in metal. Um, and that's sitting next to him. Right now he is wearing an apron. Oh, and he's bald except for a top knot of, of long red hair. Um, and he's got tattoos uh, on his head uh, and running down the sides of his body and on his arms that are all very dwarven geometric sort of art deco shapes. Um, he's got a nose ring. He's got one ear that's, that, that's partially missing. Um, and uh, right now he's wearing an apron and he's making a sandwich. And and he, he calls out uh, uh, Farragut, you, you would you like horseradish on it this time? Aye. He'll put the horseradish on it, and then he finishes making the sandwich and plates it, and he makes sure it's all perfectly nice, and then takes off his, his apron and hangs it up and walks over to Farragut. I made it just the way you like it. Why, aren't you a sweetie? I was, I was kind of hoping that... Um, you wouldn't... You, you'd let me wait till tomorrow to break Tom's knees. I know he owes you money, but it's Founder's Day. And I really just... I don't... They look so sad when you break their knees on Founder's Day. Can it Can it just wait till tomorrow? And what if he gets pulled in the lottery? And he doesn't have knees. Roll a persuasion check. That's a D20. I'm looking for. <laughs> uh, I rolled a nat twenty. Holy shit! 
Uh, persuasion is plus zero. It can wait till tomorrow. Oh, but it better be done early in the morning. I probably, first thing. First thing. I'll break his knees first thing, just the way you like. Hey, as you're having this conversation, the same page that uh, stopped by Boom Erezerg will stop and hand you a small wooden plaque with numbers on it. Oh, uh, 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 thank you, lad. Thank you. Um, that's a good number. 265. Not bad. Not bad. Um, and he'll, like, drop it into his belt pouch. I mean, I don't... I wouldn't mind getting called, but what would you do without me, Farragut? You'd, you'd, you'd be lost. Who would make your sandwiches the way you like them? Fate will be what fate will be. But if you get called, make sure you break Tom's knees before you leave. Um, uh, right, all right, yeah, abso- abso- absolutely, Farragut. Absolutely, 100%. Leaving Jorvik to their business at hand, we travel over to Ira. Um, yes, Ira is, um, about a four and a half foot tall Dwergar. She's got, a darkish gray stone-colored skin, white hair that she's got shaved on the sides, and the hair that's in a strip across the top is in three braids that interlock, and the rest of the braids fall down in, about to her waist. Um, she's got, like, I guess, what, back in the day you would have referred to... As a matronly build, she's kind of stocky but curvy, and she's slightly bow-legged. She's wearing a simple uh, leather um, armor that looks very well-worn, but still very well-made. And um, she's wearing a pair of goggles on her head that are very obviously homemade. Um, They very much look well-worn. They've got five different sets of lenses that are all different colors that look like they can flip along with two magnifiers. And uh, she's also carrying with her a staff that looks like it's a rotted piece of wood that has mushrooms growing all over it. And she's currently on her way to check on um, her companion, which was uh, a woman, another Dwergar by the name of Merja. Merja, are you awake? Hi, child. I'm awake. Have you heard what they say today is? They they say it's the the founding feast. Are you wanting to go? No, child. No. My days of of such hippity-hoppity is over with. But you go. Have a good time. But Mother Merja, it might be good for you to get up and go out just for a little while. Just sit on the porch for a bit. My bones are old, child. I, I, I will be staying where I am. Don't sass your elders. Would you like me to bring you anything back? Some of that little halfling's ale. He makes such a good brew. All right, Mother. Is there anything else I can get for you before I go? A promise, child. What's that? 
that you'll come straight away if you get called in this cursed lottery. What lottery? They're drawing to see who will go in search of the heroes. They've seemingly disappeared. Well, I want no parts in that. I, I, I just want to... I, I just need to be here to help you and, and figure out where these, up, the, these uplanders find all their mushrooms. If, if you're called, then it's the goddess's will and you'll go. <sighs> yes, mother, of course. I'll be back no. soon. Go have fun. Gallivant, flirt. Woo a young man. Well, well, we'll see about that, but, you know, maybe I'll find some mushrooms on the way. You and your mushrooms, child. There's more to life than fungus. That goes against everything Clan Smapvir ever talked about. Trust me, I'm old. I know what I'm talking about. All right. All right, Mother, all right. Settle, settle yourself down. I'll be back in a bit. And before she before she leaves the room, she'll lean over and kiss Mirza on the cheek. Um, so that so players and audience knows, she uses Mother as, as respectful. This isn't really her mother, but she is just that elderly of a um, member of the clan that they came from, so... And she'll leave and go out into the the feast and the and the gathering and all the partying. All right, and we will go now to Karana. You're muted, Alice. Thank you. Uh, Karana stands about. Well, with the way she looks right now, she stands about. Let me. Measure something real quick. <laughs> she stands about six foot tall, judging by where her the cape of her cloak lands on her head. Uh, she's just standing out in the middle. Well, not in the middle of anything. She's standing at the edges of crowds, just watching people. And she's got a her cloak's hood pulled over her head. It's very hard to see her face, and there's a scarf covering her mouth. She's got leather gloves covering her hands. There's a bow strapped to her back and a quiver at her hip. She's dressed in grays, blacks, and a variety of browns. Colors that would very much so help her blend in with, like, a mountain range. Uh, but there is a strange bulge at the back of her cloak. Okay. As uh, Karana stands on the edge of the crowds, a young female will approach a basket on their arm. Begging my pardon, I'm to give you a token. And we'll offer you a small wooden placard. She'll look down on it, look down at it, grab it, and just nod. Enjoy the feast, and we'll wander off. What is uh, Karana doing? She's just... Well, she'll read the number on it. Then she'll just go back to people watching. Okay. And then that will bring us to Azuril.
Uh, so uh, Azareel is a Vidalcan. Oh. oh, we lost someone. We lost Christina. We'll be right back, Tech Gremlins. And we're back. Sorry about that. We had tech gremlins. It wouldn't be Will of the Dice without them. And we pan over to Azuril. Azuril. I'll get it eventually. Uh, yeah, Azuril. Uh, yeah, so Azuril is a is a very tall, very thin Vidalcan. So uh, hairless, blue, very soft, bulbous features, and very very deep um very deep amber eyes over a concaved brow uh he's got bags under his eyes because he has not slept very well the night before uh he's got a you know uh kind of well dressed for someone of a low economic standing in this world and he's got like this long this long coat over the top which is kind of black but like a little bit purple at the same time and he wears a hat that's kind of akin to the old uh, sort of witch hunter's hat uh, from from back in the day. And he's uh, currently, he's got his journal out. Um, he has spent the day trying to, trying to find connections to get more work as an alchemist and not had much success. He's currently in his journal trying to draw something from memory. And then he removes uh, a shiny thread from his wrist and puts it to his head as the thread dissolves and goes into his head as a memory returns. And he looks at the picture that he's just drawn and starts making corrections. As they are there making this drawing there will be a nudge on the back of your journal um hello you will see a sized truebill about the size of an owl looking at you Popping from one foot to the other with something in its mouth. Maki? Maki, what have you got? They'll drop it at your feet. It is a small wooden placard with numbers on it. And I pat, pat Maki on the head. So I give him scritches. You know what this is, Moki? This is... This is the sense of the world. Uh, so, uh, you know, it's the greatest warriors and adventurers we have are gone missing. Um, so, what are we going to do? Well, they're going to apparently randomly pick a group of refugees to go and find what killed great warriors. Yes, yes, we're going to survive. This this society we're building is definitely going to survive. 
the frivolity will carry on, some becoming deep in their cups and raucous in nature. But on the podium in the center of the festival, an elf with long white hair dressed in simple blue robes will stand and the crowd will fall to silence. their voice booming as if amplified by magic. Welcome to the Feast of the Founders. You all know me. I am Oberon. I am one of you, a refugee from this war and from the chaos brought on by that tyrant Lucius. I was fortunate enough to be given a place among the council of the wise here in sort of hope. And we have decided that since our beloved heroes have not returned, we need to send someone to go find them. Or rather, someones. You've each been given a placard. We will hold the lottery. And fate will decide who will go in search of our heroes. They will bring a modified L barrel up on two spindles and begin rolling it. You will hear clattering inside. One can only assume it is matching placards to the ones you were given. Pulling up the sleeve of his robe, he will stick his hand down into the barrel, pulling the first placard. Number 314. Number 314. Uh, Ezreal just, you know, rather sarcastically hold it up into the air. The crowd around you will erupt in cheers. <laughs> yes, yes. Slapping yes. you on the back, people offering to buy you drinks. Yes, yes. Congratulate me. I'm about to die. <laughs> the barrel will be spun again, that clacking, the sound of fate deciding who will be next. Again. The elf will draw a placard. Number 264. 264. Boomerzerig wins! Boomerzerig wins! <laughs> as with Azrael, as, uh, there will be an eruption around you, people slapping you on the back, throwing flagons of meat in front of you. The <laughs> people joyous that perhaps you're leaving. Or perhaps they're just happy that you were selected. It's hard to say. Um, Jorvik nudges Farrigan. See? Nothing to worry about. Uh, what are the odds they're going to draw two numbers that are next to each other? That will be fine. The next placard drawed 
One, three, four. One, three, four. Corona will sort of step slightly closer to the crowd with her arm up and the placard. The crowd does not erupt. They just sort of nod wisely. They will not approach. She's very appreciative of that. (laughs) The next number drawn. Number 626. Eric kind of stands up. I, I, that, yeah. But she's a dwergar. We are all refugees here in the Sword of Hope. Number... Five one two. Number uh, five one two. I I guess that's me. Statler will clap you on the back as he is still there beside you. Way to go, lass! Way to go! Yeah. What a prize! And the last number two six five. Two six five. Ha! Well, ha! Ha! Well, the thing! I. Jorvik kicks his hammer with his foot, raising it up above his head, and begins to swirl it in the air, one handed. That'd be me! Ha ha! The dwarves are cheering, uh, especially loud, as one of their own has been selected. Uh, Jorvik works the crowd as he walks forward, like a professional wrestler going to the ring. Give me a performance check. Uh, that is a 13 plus zero. There's going to be a lot of plus zeros in my future. There, that's, there, that's good enough. There, there's a lot of drunken folk. <laughs> the lots have been cast and fate has decided... Please meet me at my residence, and we shall go over the particulars and give you your stipend. Thank you. The crowd will erupt, cheering. The barrel will be moved away. Oberon will take a moment to look at each of you, staring just a few moments longer than what would be normal, and then they will fade into the crowd. Well, um, hello there. It's nice to meet all of you. I'm Jorvik. Yeah, we know each other. Yes. It's good to see you again, little friend. Yes. And... And you as well. Yeah! She's just gonna nod. What, what are the odds? I, I know! Boomerzerig <laughs> does not know odds. The odds are very low. Boomerzerig, look. We had... Our numbers were right next to each other. Oh. 
Wow. <laughs> and who might you be? The three of you. Uh, um, I, I'm called Kito. We're, we're supposed to go to Oberon's residence, right? This Another evening, nod. Hi. Doesn't mean we can't get to know each other for a moment. Bring uh, it in. I, Give us a hug. I don't mm. hug. Corona right. will actively take a step back. Bumeras are hugs! Bumeras are hugs! <laughs> good job, yes. All right. All right. Good job. What about you? Turns towards uh, Aaron. Era. They call me Era. I'm Jorvik. It's a pleasure. Yes, it's been a long time since I've interacted with our dwarven brethren. She's going to put her arm out to do like the forearm shake with you, not a hug. But the class. Jorvik grabs it, pulls you in, taps you on the back. There you are. Very oh. good. Oh. Kito is going to take a big <laughs> step back as she sees you pulling people in. Yeah. Oh. And you, my tall friend. What is your name? Uh, my name is Azrael. Uh, please don't be offended if I forget all of your names. Oh, no worries. We'll just keep reminding you. I'm Jorvik. Nice to meet you. It's nice to meet you. You seem very, very happy to be selected for this, uh, oh, situation. I, I'm always happy. Happy in general. A very, very happy guy most of the time. Except when I'm not, and then I'm angry, but that's different, and we won't worry about that right now. You sound like a complex character. Well, you know, being a champion is hard. Hmm. Yes, it, uh, it, I've heard it usually relates to going missing. In, in Vidalkin, Kido is going to look at Azrael and go, Landlubbers, they have no clue we're all about to die. Uh, and in Vulcan, I'll be like, oh, you, you speak Vulcan? Yes. Oh, I can do that too. And I turn and um, I look at uh, Bumerzerig and I'm like, where is the library? And do you have to go to the bathroom in Goblin? Bumerzerig <laughs> go to the bathroom? Do you need Bumerzerig to go to the bathroom? <laughs> no, I'm just not as fluent as I'd hoped in Goblin. Oh. <laughs> or probably more than the equivalent of I know speak goblin good. Uh in Vidalkin to Kido, I'm like, so one of them will die first, yes? Or will die because of them. She yes, responds one... in Vidalkin. <laughs> it's like one of the two, yes. Yeah. So and then back to common. So, anyone got any adventuring, surviving experience? Well, I mean, we survived our way up here from down below the Ragnarcorn towards Brenya. Um, you know, I don't know if you know much about Dwergar, but um, 
My clan lived in caves. We didn't even know this war was going on until they collapsed. So if that's surviving and adventuring, I, you know, maybe a little. The Marrows of the Hig survived big explosion! <laughs> Stud of curiosity, did you also cause the explosion? Oh! No, 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 no. Okay. Hi, and do you need me to cause a big explosion? Maybe later. Okay. <laughs> Boomerzerig is good at that. <laughs> I, uh, yes, it's definitely that one. Yes. Boomerzerig, Corona, and I, we made our way across from the Sea of Solace over the Ragnarkarn, and we had multiple encounters with drow warriors on our way here. And we survived all of that. Akito's going to spit when you say drow. Yeah, they're unpleasant. I understand. In Infernal, Karana is just going to mutter the equivalence of Oive <laughs> and shake her head. Well, I don't know what language that was, young lady, but it sounds very interesting. I bet it's hard to learn. Does sound scary though. Could be useful to sound that scary sometimes. Maybe you'll teach me. She's just gonna shake her head. <laughs> uh, uh, Oberon's residence, right? And Kido's gonna start walking. <laughs> oh, I. I suppose there's plenty of time to stop at the tavern for drinks later. I'm sure they'll all be free tonight for all of us. Uh, I don't know if they'll all be free. I mean, Statler does need to make a living, but I'm sure we'll get at least a round or so. Oh, I bet people will be buying us drinks all night. Um, I want to go find out about that stipend. If I'm gonna die, might as well get paid, she mutters under her breath. Fair point. Good point. Let's go. Uh, Azrael will call for Maki to come jump on his arm as they start walking off. Making your way through the crowd, they will part slightly to allow your passage. All the homes in Sword of Hope are the same. There is no grander or lesser than. They are all small two-room houses a place to entertain and a place to sleep. They all have outdoor kitchens. They are cozy, designed to allow for as many refugees as possible to fit into the small town. You will make your way to the houses that house the elders. And you will see Oberon wringing their hands in what appears to be worry. Oh, oh, you are here. You, you did want us here, right? Yes, yes. Oh, good. I am not the smartest tool in the shed. 
But I do remember a thing or two when I'm told. Sharpest tool on the shed. Aye, that's what they said. Yes. Come in, come in. They will open the door and you will see a another elf dressed in black and gray leathers. A wolf sitting at their side. Those that know the elven lore would know that this is one of the deep striders of the Emerald Forest. Corona will do an appropriately an appropriate greeting to the deep strider. She's interacted with them on occasion. She knows of them. The far and she ranger, will greet him in Elvish. The far ranger will greet back in Elvish. Ah, sister ranger, it is good to see you. They will remove the fabric that hides their face, revealing a young Jarvis. A elf that Karana has interacted with a time or two. It is good to see you again, Jarvis. A still in Elvish. He will switch to common. We of uh, the Emerald Forest have closed our borders, but we do, do not turn our eyes away from the plight. So we have come to give you your stipend for this journey. And he will hand each of you a bag, a heavy bag of coin. <laughs> Ooh, shiny. Oh, nice. Mm. Nice. Weighty. <laughs> Thank you. There is 600 gold for each of you. <laughs> the economy, unfortunately, is not as thriving as it once was, so things may be a bit more expensive. But hopefully you will find your query soon and everything can go back to a semblance of normalcy. Do we have any leads? None, unfortunately. So this may be a stupid question, but the expectation is that we're going to walk blindly in the direction they did and hope we stumble across them? Yes. Yes, that is the expectation. They are known throughout the realm. Surely someone will know of their whereabouts. Finding a needle in a haystack. Or so we just we we just we just walk around the haystack until we get poked. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Sometimes all you need is a magnet. There's a lodestone sorts you right out. Y yes, should 
a actual needle in an actual haystack be some sort of issue that comes up on this journey. I'm glad we have the two of you with us. Um, so, uh, uh, Jarvis, was it? Um, yeah. What? Uh, where, sh where should we start? What, what direction should we head? I would head west, head towards Cape Hope. If they have left, then they would have left from the Cape. Again, stupid question. We're to leave in the morning, right? You don't expect us to leave right this second. Oh, of course not. Oh, okay. I just, I mean, we were at a feast. It's not like a, I mean, some people carry their weapons with them. Yay. Uh, I typically don't carry all my things. I never go anywhere without grit. I have my weapon. Era's leaning on the what looks like a rotten branch that has mushrooms growing out of it, and at the very top, it's slightly crooked and has a large glowing mushroom on the top of it. So that that's not the problem. But um, would there be someone who'd be willing to go and check on Mother Mirja while I'm gone? She's quite old, and she'd be the last of our clan if something was to happen to me. I, I can ask my family. I'd appreciate it. Like I say, she's not long for this world. She misses the rest of the clan, but I, I don't like the idea of her being here alone. Um, people aren't always kind to us and don't want to listen to the fact that um, we didn't have any part in any of this war. We didn't even know about it until our caves collapsed. But I and Mirza are the last two. Oh, that is very sad. All right, we're going to go ahead and take a break here because I have to deal with the dog. I'm sorry. We'll be back in 10 minutes to get us uh, some snickety snacks and beverages of choice and see where they go in search of heroes. back sorry about that assholes are sitting on fireworks and i had to help my puppy uh before the break we had met our lovely cast of characters the random lottery had selected the brave heroic souls that would go in search of the heroes they had been given a stipend of 600 gold and told they will leave in the morning to attend to any affairs that they needed to. They will be giving horses and such so that they don't have to walk. So I'm going to roll a die and see who gets to go first to handle their affairs. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Sorry. Go ahead, Locke. Hi, gamers. I continue to be Locke Clark, despite my best efforts. Um, and I'm going to talk to you for just a moment about our first sponsor of this evening, our partner in this endeavor, 
Red Panda Dice and Delights. Find purveyors of quality dice for all your dicing needs. And check these out. These are the ones I used to play Atreus on our Sunday night stream. You had a cute little Red Panda right there on the 20. Uh, and you can get your own set of dice with Red Pandas on the 20s and the 6s by going to redpandadice.com and checking out what they have. Not only can you get that, you can also get cute plushies like the one that Alice is holding or the one right behind my head. And sometimes they have dice bags and things like that. Uh, so go check out what they've got and let them know Tear sent you. Awesome. So we start with Piranha. Uh, in terms of preparing, she basically just keeps all of her stuff on her. So she's just going off somewhere to not be around party because she doesn't like being around people. She's just gonna she's just gonna spend her night alone, chilling, mentally preparing herself. All right. Eyes are real. You're muted. Um, Azrael doesn't have that many affairs to settle other than you know, maybe saying goodbye to whoever he was sharing an abode with in these times and he will probably forego any drinks offered to him at any party and spend the night thinking, journaling, and then going to sleep. All right. Boomerzerig. <laughs> you know, Boomerzerig has his little uh, little hovel. It's pretty disheveled and stuff, so he's going to just uh, uh, collect all of his little trinkets that he's... Uh cured over his time here uh mostly junk um you know little little baubles and things that most people would throw away but they're his prized possessions so you know puts those off in a nice little satchel and gets those all ready and um make sure uh his his staff is all nice and 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 clean uh, he's got a he's got a staff that uh has a kind of a a little animal skull some kind of small creature animal uh with one single ruby in one eye the other eyes empty uh and uh you know as soon as he's got all of his little trinkets uh he's he's good to go um yeah era um is gonna make her way back to her and, and Mirja's um, little hut house um, and check in with Mirja. She's gonna uh, look around the house for her, go tap on the door. Mother. You will mother. find you will find Mother Mirja sitting on the porch. They had the drawing. How did it go, child? She's going to look down at the ground before she looks back up at her, and they drew my number. Excellent. You should go out and see the world. These uplanders don't like us. Not all uplanders are like that. You'll see. The world is a changing place. You never stand in the same river twice, child. Yes, Mother, I know. Now, you make Mother Mirja a promise. What do you need, Mother? 
you're going out into the wide, wide world. It's time for you to take your Druidic studies seriously. Mother, I was always just a forager. That's what I was good at. What you're good at and what you're meant for are two different things, child. Yes, Mother. It'll be as you say. I promise. Make sure you take the good mushrooms with you. Oh, yes. That's why I'm back, Mother. I wanted to get my mushroom belt. You know, we got to take the... We've got to take... Oh, I, I plan on taking them all, but, you know... You never know. Sometimes you need the little death or the big death or, you know... Some of these people might benefit from the ones you can take a trip with without leaving the fire. She's going to give Mirja a knowing look. Mirja will chuckle and share the knowing look. <laughs> but seriously, I know you hurt, Mother. I, I know you miss the rest of the clan. If while I'm gone your time comes, pass without crying. Oh, I've shed enough tears, child. When my time comes, it will be a joyous day. It is as with all things, we pass on to give life to something else. Which is why mushrooms are so great. Right. I, you're getting it, child. You're getting it. Now, help me inside. I wish to lay down. I've had enough frivolity for one day. Yes, come on, mother. She's going to help her up and, and walk her into the house. And then we go to Kito. So, Kito would have followed Era far enough to see where her dwelling was but left before she interacted with her mother so she didn't intrude. Um, and then gone back to her uh, dwelling to let her siblings know one, that she was picked, which they probably already heard, and uh, that she made a promise that they would watch out for um, Era's mother, Mirsha. Uh, you know, the, uh, the, the Dwergar aren't seen well by many of the uh, land dwellers, but deep in the ground isn't different than deep in the sea. We have to take care of each other. Aye, sister. It'll be done. Mm, You'll be I'm... safe. Well, yes, it, it, it'll just be like when I go on a ship or with a caravan. It, it, no, no, no reason to worry, right? No, no reason to worry at all. It's just another job. It's what we do. I might be hiding, hunting snipe this time, but it's no different than <laughs> fishing, I'm sure. She's going to go and start rounding up all of her stuff to put it in a more cohesive pile to take with her the next day. Okay. And Jorvik? Oh, Jorvik definitely spends a boisterous night drinking at the tavern. Um, and if I see Tom... I will let Tom know that uh, not to worry, his debt is paid. Um, and before I leave in the morning, I will leave a bag with the um, some of what Tom owes for Farragut uh, and a note 
saying that this is that I didn't have to break Tom's knees after all. He delivered the payment in full. And so night will come and slumber for some, perhaps restless nights for others. Unseen by any, a man will walk through the crowds, taking note of the goings-on as they study this place of humanity. Remarking to himself how remarkable it is that even in these dark times, they can find a peace and hope. And as Raza Hazar returns to their home, he will ensure that no nightmares touch those who won the lottery, though their minds may try to conjure them. morning will come you will gather at the podium where Oberon called your names those that are sober enough will be there to see you off Keto Statler will hand you a small keg Have some good ale with you, lass. Oh, you didn't have to do that. Thank you. Uh, she's going to look and she's going to take one of her shell necklaces off and put it over Sattler's head. He Until will, I come back. He will blush a little, give you a knowing wink, and step back into the crowd. Your horses are brought. They are fine animals. They are not the best. They are not the greatest, but they are animals that will suffice your journey. We put provisions on the horses, tents, bedrolls, rations. Go ahead, Ira. Are they all regular-sized horses? Like, Yes. Ira's just going to look at it completely confused. Douglas, the captain of the guard, will offer to help Ira up. I've never ridden one of these beasts before. You just hold on to the reins and then let it go where it goes. Well, it's nearly twice as tall as me. What if it, it gets its, its mind to go? Horse. What if it gets its mind to go on down the mountain or somewhere and and I don't I don't I don't know. They're well trained. You'll be all right. Oh, fine. She'll, <laughs> she'll try to get up on the horse. Douglas will help you. Okay. Once she's up there, she's just going to kind of mumble a little bit and be like, all right, beastie, look here. You mind your manners and I'll mind mine and we'll get through this, all right? The horse will... <laughs> oh, 
help me. Jorvik just walks over to his horse um, and then jumps, grabs hold of the saddle horn, and then just with main strength pulls himself up and swings into the saddle. <laughs> oh, that's not so hard. Mm, a little stiff on the back this morning, though. Ooh. Era's just going to uh. shake her head. <laughs> um. Boomer Sereg, it is, correct? Boomer! Yes! Yes! Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, can you get up on the horse? Do you need help? Um, maybe. Boomer Sereg could probably use a hand. So, Kito's gonna get down on one knee and use the other knee like a like a step stool and guide Boomer oh. <laughs> Sereg up. Thank you! Thank you! <laughs> That would have been hard. I probably would have fallen. <laughs> I'm sure the horse appreciates it, too. Yes. Azrael... She'll dust herself off and get on hers. Azrael's <laughs> uh, feeling a bit confused that he got a good night's sleep um, and isn't sure what to make of it. Uh, but he'll... He'll gently get up on his horse, and then he'll call Moccasin over. Uh, and as they're his familiar, he's just going to send them to do a hundred foot sort of sweep, like aerial view, just so he can check through their eyes. Um, probably just being a bit overcautious. He's only looking a hundred feet out of, you know, the town they're leaving, but... Give me an investigation check. Aha. That's an 11. Uh, Moccasin will see a caravan having made camp. It looks to be uh, performers by the brightly colored wagons and the large pavilion-style tent that houses them all. Um... Yeah, Azrael's eyes will return to normal and just be like, Oh, great. Seems there are some performers camped along our road. If anyone wants to have a quick stop off to get their fortunes read or hear a story not five minutes after we leave, that seems to be an opportunity. That sounds like fun. Boomer's hearing wants to stop. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Why? I, why? Why did I? Okay. Koran is just gonna get up on her horse, but while she does, the rest of the group might get a peek at the pink flesh-toned tail under her cloak. Everyone roll perception. And I will state that Having traveled with Bumerzerig and Jorvik, they it would have a higher chance of already knowing that she's a tiefling. I got a sixteen. Uh, Bumerzerig also got a sixteen. 
I got a whopping nine. Era got a twelve. I also have a sixteen. <laughs> You're muted here. So the DC was ten, so everyone notices the tail. Not me. Oh right, well, except for Kito. <laughs> Uh, in in Elvish, Azrael will be like, "So, Tiefling, then, I'm guessing." Koran is just going to slowly turn her head, stare at him. Slowly turn her head back. <laughs> and then cough as to sort of initiate the well, we should be going aspect of this whole interaction. Pumasering <laughs> agrees, we have our fortunes to be told. That was, she didn't smart. say it. Oh. Very smart. Stopping at the caravan's a great idea. Caravans carry news. Maybe someone has seen our query. We should definitely stop at the caravan. Good thinking. You're a very smart person. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> In Keto's gonna go, you're gonna learn to think before you talk, aren't you? And... Did you say tiefling? That dialect of Elvish was a little different than I'm used to. Uh, oh. Um, y yes, I, I did say that word. Uh, and then someone stared at me and made me feel like I shouldn't have said it. Oh. Uh, <sighs> but, yes, thinking before I speak, you know, I'm good at thinking, I'm good at speaking, but I seem to struggle with doing one before the other. Uh, yes, maybe, maybe that's a life lesson. Then she's gonna switch. Okay, go no, go on. In Infernal, Quran is just gonna <laughs> say, I'm losing brain cells. <laughs> After Keto hears the uh, Infernal, which she doesn't speak, she's just gonna look at Quran and go, You're right, we should get going. She's right, we should get going. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Wait, she, they, I didn't ask. I'm sorry, I assumed. She'll, she's just gonna shrug. Cool. Norvik snaps the reins on his horse. Come on, <laughs> let's go! Ira's like clinging to the saddle with dear life and she's just gonna kind of lean over a little and just be like, remember what I said. You keep your manners and I'll keep mine. And then she's just gonna kind of be like, go on then. Go. You're muted again. And it'll start going. Y'all will begin making your way out of Sword of Hope. The crowd cheering you on. As you pass under the archway of the town's gates. 
you'll notice the head of a black dragon mounted. The warning sign to any that would dare prey upon the sort of hope placed there by the heroes themselves. As you travel, the weeping wasteland will hold true to its name as the wind blows, the mournful sound of the trees dancing to your ears, the smell of spring in your nostrils, the rolling thunder across the Ragnarcorn barely heard. And before long, you will approach a camp that is definitely performers. As music is playing, a somber tone. Jorvik rides right up to the camp. Hail, travelers! A very large uh, Goliath will step forward. Greetings! Oh, aren't you a big fella? Aren't you a small fella? <laughs> oh, I like you. I'm Jorvik. I'll extend a hand out off of my horse towards him. They will shake your hand. I am Vor. It's a pleasure to meet you, Vor. Um, are you heading into the Sword of Hope? Hoping to. Hoping to. Uh, I'm sure you'll be welcomed. Um, I'm not so are... sure after our greeting in Wells Deep from the heroes. Oh, you got the heroes. They uh, have taken up residence in Wells Deep and are charging anyone a tax to enter or leave. The merchants that peddle the water from the sisters are in mighty, mighty, mighty bad shape. That doesn't <clears throat> sound right. No. <laughs> No, but we thank you for the information, and be not afeard. Sword of Hope is welcoming to all. Refugees from all sorts of places come here. It is a place where all are welcome, and I'm sure they will welcome you as well. <clears throat> Tell them Boomerzerig sent you. Boomerzerig won a big lottery, so, yeah. I will do just that. Then they will look uh, to you, Era. You were about to speak. I'm sorry. Yes, it was just going to confirm what my friend there said, that they take all kinds in sort of hope. They even welcomed me. She just shrugs a little. This is good news. Since the Underdark has begun attacking, we have not been welcomed in a lot of places. Everyone give me a perception check. Not 20. 
for a total of 20. So Myers a rig? Eight. Ito? Eleven. Era? Fifteen. Jorvik? Six. <laughs> and Karana? Also fifteen. So, uh, Azrael, Era, Karana, you will look past your and see that the performers are drow. Era sees that and she she gives him a she gives him a solemn nod. Oh, I I understand. Uplanders aren't always the nicest to our lot. We have no part in this war. Oh no, I I had none either. I I didn't even know there was a war. We just were living in our caves. War came to us. Some of these uplanders are afraid and feared makes one do dangerous things. Oh, you'd speak the truth. But Sword of Hope is a little bit different. There are some, I warn you, there are some not not those in power per se, but you know, some some people that are there that might give you a little bit of stink eye, but no, it's 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 been it's been one of the better places that I've found so far. I would offer you to rest, but it seems you are just now starting your journey, so... And we are soon to be heading towards the sort of hope. So, we will say our goodbyes, and I pray you have peaceful travels. If you don't mind me asking, Vor, uh, what what manner of performances do you give out in, in these in these trying times, uh, traveling from place to place? It's mostly acrobatics and feats of defying death, some sword swallowing and blade juggling, things of that nature. So your troop are very well trained, it sounds. Yes. So no fortune tellers. No, we do not have any fortune tellers. <sighs> Azra lied. Hmm. How much? How believable is this for? You mean biggest... insight check? Yeah. I'd also like a piece of that insight check. So, one of you do it with advantage. Uh, it's, mm, yeah. I'm happy for you, too, if you would like to. I've got a plus two, if that sways you in any way. Y you should probably do it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a 22. 
Everyone but Karana uh, Earmuff. Oh, yay. First Earmuff. And it's mine! <laughs> the, this Goliath is being 100% honest. You can see the weariness in his eyes and his posture. You notice that there is a uh, wicked-looking axe leaning against the caravan that he is standing beside, as if he's prepared to be attacked. But his body posture is hoping that this is a peaceful conversation. Okay. Can I bring everybody back? What's Karana going to do? Oh, she's just going <clears> to... <throat> As if to signal the group again that we should be going. Kido's going to look at Vermeer's uh, You You shouldn't assume that Azrael is lying. I think he was just misinformed. He was making an assumption. Okay. I... I assume that Bumeris are think, you know, Ezra looks smart because he thought he knew what he was talking about. He thought he knew what he was talking about, too. Um, so um, it looks like we're going to Wells Deep. Yes, yep. I, I can read your fortune uh, later in the journey. We've got journey. Oh, but first, first break, I'll I'll read your fortune for you. Good, Tonight. good, good. Bumeris likes this. Tyr, do any of us know the best route to Wells Deep? Uh, Wells Deep is well known. It is west through the rest of the uh, Weeping Wasteland, across the Ragnarkarn Mountains, through the Sea of Solace, on the outskirts of the Emerald Forest, in the Lurveld Plains, lies Wells Deep. So it sounds like mountains and then Jorvik plains. All right, well, we've got a long way to go if we're getting to the Weeping Waste, so um, hopefully uh, Sirvana will, will give us her blessing and the rivers are all smooth, 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 flows smoothly and not above their bounds while we pass. Let us get going. Yeah! Is anyone else shocked that Bumelzerig and Yorvik were right? That, that they would know where the heroes are when we spoke to them? Am, am I the only one who finds this incredibly crazy? Like, not impossible, but I just thought that was the last thing that was going to happen, and then it happened. Anyway. Uh, well, the, the whole... Thing about the heroes charging tax sounds sketchy too so take it with grain of salt it's at least the direction other than just well they started in Cape Hope yep, sure I'll, I'll take it 
<laughs> Maybe Boomerzerig should tell your fortune. Oh, I would pay good money to watch that. And so you travel. What kind of, uh, for the sake of the horses, so I know, what kind of speed are you traveling at? Azra would vote for medium, but would defer to a democratic decision. I would say at a trot at the fastest so they don't get too tired too quickly. I, I was going to say somewhere between a trot and a canter. We've got unskilled riders with us, too. So we don't <laughs> want to tire out the horses and we don't want anyone to fall off. Yeah, Eris yeah, just going to follow what anybody else does because she knows nothing about how to control this animal. <laughs> I, I also say that we stick Era maybe in the middle of the party so the other horses are kind of guiding their horse along. Okay. We could also tie a, a, a rope from one saddle to, to the reins so that it's a direct lead. Yeah, I figured when we got to the mountains we might try that. We should do that with all the horses when we get to the mountains, but... And so you travel. Who's in the lead? Oh, I think Jorvik's in the lead. Roll a d6, please. Two. The weather is on your side. There are no sudden thunderstorms or rain. The temperature is cool. A spring in the woods. And you make decent time as you see the shadows begin to grow long, as you realize the sun is beginning to set, as you've been riding for several hours. Should, should we look for a place to camp for the night? I wouldn't say no. My backside is plumb flat at this point. Aye, we'll start looking. Jorvik will start looking for a decent place. Kato will help. Give me a survival check. Jorvik. <laughs> Ooh. Um, I rolled with it rolled with advantage, right? Because she was helping. Correct. Okay, cool. Because with advantage, I rolled an 18, which gives me an 18. You will find a clearing that has obviously been used for a camp before. There's already a fire ring and logs set around the fire ring as benches. Oh, and look, look at this. Probably when the heroes came through, if not other people. Corona's just gonna go ahead and 
once they've stopped, get off her horse and start setting up her own tent and stuff. Jorvik will jump down and start... Jorvik will set, help set up everyone else's tent before he does his own. Keto's gonna help the uh, smaller stature people, other than Jorvik, who jumped off, uh, down from their horses. <laughs> yeah, Ira gets down. She's a little wobbly, but, you know, she'll put her horse up, and since um, Jorvik is... is helping putting up all the tents and stuff she's gonna get a fire going and she pulls out a pot and we'll start throwing some kind of we'll call it traveling stew together oh that, that looks good keto's gonna walk by and start dropping in like some seaweed and like <laughs> dried onions and stuff Oh yeah, she's been rifling. If anybody has noticed, now she's wearing a. She has a belt on that has multiple patches on them, or multiple pouches on it. One pouch which has a giant skull and crossbones embossed on the front of it. The next pouch has a small skull and crossbones, much smaller than the first one. And the third pouch doesn't have any marking on it. And she's pulling. She's been pulling mushrooms and stuff out of the one that has no marking on it and putting that in the stew. Uh, Azrael, um, will, well, he'll try to figure out how to tie off his horse, assuming they've been affixed to something, but kind of struggle with the rope for a bit, uh, not really knowing what to do before seeing that Jorvik's setting up his tent for him and thinking that's very nice. Uh, he'll send Moccasin on a queep quick sweep above just to check the immediate surroundings and an investigation check that was a 19 you see a scattering of wildlife squirrels, chipmunks, raccoons a bear nothing out of the ordinary in the wilderness Okay, everyone seems there's a bear nearby, but it's minding its business. Just, you know, don't poke it. Oh, a bear! I've always wanted to wrestle a bear. I bet I'd please, win. Please don't. Like, not now. Please. Oh, no, if it comes over, though, I mean, I'll oblige it. Sure. Uh, um, and Azrael's gonna remove a, a smoking pipe with some tobacco, and he's gonna get out his journal, and he's gonna start just marking down all the important information of the day. Uh, once What's... Jorvik has all the all the tents set up, by the way, he's going to go attend to the horses and make sure they are properly secured and give them all a brush down and then feed them. Okay. What's uh, Boomer's rig doing? Boomerzerig is hovering over Azrael's shoulder, uh, uh, trying to read what he's writing. Um, can, can I, can I, can I help you? What, what are you writing? Uh, uh, events, uh, things that happened today of note. Oh. You write those down? Yes, yes. How come? 
Um. Oh, I'm I'm I'm. I, I might write a book about our adventures one day, and I just want to have all the details correct. Oh, wow. Okay, well that's interesting. Hmm. What what kind of details do you need? Uh. Well, mostly just facts at the moment. So, who we met, where they were, uh, what we've been told—that's important. You met Boomerzerig. Oh, that's true. I forgot to write that down, and I yep. and I'm just gonna write. Can you actually read? In the journal, I can and hold read. Boomerzerig can read. Oh, Boomerzerig oh, sorry. Was high vizier of the ragged gut goblins. Sorry, I was just that. I'm sorry. That was that was rude of me. Hi. Okay. Sorry. Yes. Boomerz. High vizier of the goblins. Ragged gut goblins. Okay. Mm-hmm. Ira's been stirring the pot, listening to this conversation, and, and she's been, like, quietly laughing a little, but kind of picking up that maybe Azrael is getting in over his head and a little bit annoyed. <laughs> she gets a bowl of the stew and, and goes, Boomerzerig, are you hungry? Boomerzerig is always hungry. And she holds the bowl at him. Well, come over here and, and have some stew. Oh, okay. We've got some lovely mushrooms and meat and other vegetables in it. I think you'll enjoy it. And she's just going to hand him a bowl. And yum, 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 yum. Kind of look over at Azrael and, and just give him a little bit of a smirk and a wink. And, yeah, go and sit back down. Do, do you all like tea? I, I was going <gasps> to make some tea. What kind? I I only have um, jasmine, chamomile, and green right now. I, I I mean, if 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 you have jasmine to spare, I wouldn't say no. Oh, what I asked you, I, I just have the pot, so you can have some in your cup. Oh, I, um, thank you. And so Kita will share tea to whoever wants it. But when she gets to Boomerize, Boomerize Rig, she's going to hand him her playing cards and say, in case you want to tell Azrael's fortune later. Oh. <laughs> Did Hito say she has green tea? Yes. Would you like green? Oh. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay. So she'll go and give him some green tea leaves. Here you go. For him. Uh, wait. Oh, 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 I have to make it? It... Just let it steep a little. Yes. Oh, okay, 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 okay. When does it turn green? Oh, no, um, the the tea is green. The the right. It, it's not green. It's it's yellow green. You have to look. Okay, Bumerzi Rig will look until it turns green. Maybe I should go find that bear. Give me a perception check. While he's doing that from the tent that Korana put up herself that she is currently in, he will, as Azura will hear an elvish, that sounds like a good plan. Uh, I got a 12. 
uh, on the perception. I will make a note of that. Uh, and in Elvish, it's like, oh, um, are you being sarcastic or do you actually want to go find a bear? No response. If you're a tiefling, say nothing. Why are you so curious about this? I'm curious about a lot of things. Just find it interesting in a in a camp with uh with a Duragar who uh, we're actively fighting against, who's out and you know, everything's visible that you would be hiding yourself. And I'm going on in a possibly dangerous adventure with someone who's hiding their identity and don't want to be stabbed in my sleep. There is an old saying. Curiosity killed the cat. That was said by someone very dumb who didn't like putting two and two together. Apparently, never met a tabaxi. <laughs> Kino's gonna say in Elvish. Kito, I think my tea is broken. Oh, oh, oh! Let me come see. Um, she's gonna look for a leaf when she's walking along, like just a green leaf from spring. And when she goes over to look at it, Boomerizer's tea, she's just gonna drop it in there. Look, no, look, it's turning green. Oh, good! I need both of y'all to give me a constitution check. As you picked up poison ivy. <laughs> That's pretty good. Um, is this a saving throw? Yes. Oh, okay. Uh, That's eight. better. <laughs> 23. Oh, you have a great constitution. Twelve! Y'all are lucky. It actually wasn't Poison Ivy, but there was a moment of panic on uh, that would have hit Keto as they noticed the leaf that they put into the, the tea. She's gonna, like, wipe her hand on herself. Try to go... Wash it. What? Kato, <clears throat> what's the matter? Uh, 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 leaves of three, let them be. Uh, wrong leaves of three, huh? Just a little fright. <sighs> Nothing to worry about. If you actually touch one, I, I, I've probably got a mushroom that'll fix it. Uh, not from the big bag with the skull on it, right? Oh, no, 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 no. It comes from the next one over. It's oh, okay. just one of the ones that does a little death. It's, it's you, You'd be fine. You'd be fine. Does that mean what I think it means? In Fidelkish, she's going to ask Ezra, does she mean little death like little death? Or like death? If you pantomime it, because she doesn't understand Vidalkin, yeah. but if you if you pantomime, she'd be like, no, I mean like just, just little, just little. You... Well, the first one, the first one, she's gonna have a look of pleasure, like I know. And then, or, or... I know, but when you do, when you do this, she's like, she's like, yeah, yeah, it's, it's just, just a little. Let's just make, yeah, you, you'd be fine. I promise. 
Maybe she means sleep. Maybe it's sleepy. Maybe that's what she means. Mm. There's Maybe mushrooms for everything. Jorvik finally walks back over to the fire. All right. The tents are set up. The horses are tended and fed. Is there supper? There yes. is. Uh, there's tea, too. Uh, or I have a little bit of ale. I, I never touch tea. It makes my throat tingly. Ale, on the other hand, I'm always happy to have. So she'll reach in and take out the, the little mini keg that uh, Statler gave her. Oh, this is all I have. Oh, just a wee tram then. He fills a mug. <laughs> oh, that's good stuff. Goron is just staying in her tent this entire time. The flaps of it closed. They're not actually tied, but they are closed. She's just sitting in there eating one of her rations with her hood off. And her A scarf menagerie down. of small animals has entered the tent. She's sharing her rations with them. <clears throat> ha having noticed that Karana is not out there, like, Kito is gonna, like, tap on the tent. Um... Would, would you like some stew? Or tea? Or, or um, ale? I think there's some left. No, thank you. O okay, I, I will let you be then. And she'll go back over by the fire. Should we set a watch? Why? Oh, it's probably for the best. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's probably a good idea. This is good. Uh, I can, I can. But do we do it in in shifts? Is that that's how people do it when they're on these situations, right? Typically, yes. Uh, um, I. I, I only need like four hours, so I'm I'm willing to do a longer shift if if necessary. But uh, I have the usual amount, but I'll be up for for a bit. Um, I, I can I can go first unless anyone else wants to take my position. I'm much better at night than I am in the morning. So I I just don't want last. Is all I'm saying. Okay, we'll do it so, if you need me to. So, 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 Azrael, and then you are Vic. Um. Bumerzeri can watch. Bumerzeri's good eye is good. Oh, oh okay. Should someone go with him. Uh, um. I, I will probably be awake by then. I, I'll, I'll take watch afterwards, but if something happens Boomerzerik, you can you can nudge me, I'll be awake, okay? Okay. <clears throat> I can take the last shift. Okay. Uh, uh, well then, I'm I'm not gonna be rude, but I'm gonna go to my tent. Um. Sleep for a bit. <clears throat> Mm 
Yeah, good night, everyone, I guess. Pleasure meeting you all, being a part of this great uh, exercise in population control. Having finished uh, his, his stew, Jorvik returns the bowl and and then before going to lay down, goes through a rather rigorous upper body exercise routine and then goes to lay down. And as you all go to sleep, as a real on watch, I need a perception check. Eighteen. Azrael, you'll notice that there's a pair of eyes watching you across the campfire. Going to pretend I don't notice and then switch my vision to that of Mockies and get Mocky to just float around above and look down across the campfire and see if I can see what it is from above. Sitting there, rocking back and forth, its hands on its feet, smiling, is the bear. Well, this is an issue. Um, and I return to my consciousness and just in common, I'm like, I'm sorry, I don't speak bear. Are you here to hurt us? I mean, you no harm. you out. Nah, Ira would have cleaned that up before she went and laid down. Uh, um, what the f fuck do you do when a bear is sitting across the f oh, this, I haven't read about this, um, okay, I might need help. Uh, okay, there's the person who wants to kill me, the person who likes mushrooms, the upper body guy, probably not Bimelzorek. No, Jorik will want to fight it. Um, I'm going, uh, um, crap, uh, do I know which, uh, which tent era is in? You do. Okay, I'm gonna ask Moccasin to go into Ira's tent and wake her up. The outsized Truebill will come and nudge you pecking at you oh I, I oh lord mercy what yeah what do you want it will waddle towards the tent opening waddle back to you waddle towards the tent opening yes 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 all right all right all right and she'll come out of the tent hey step slowly don't don't make a big deal of things 
Uh, just, just, I just had a quick question, if that's okay. Do you know yeah. what to do when a bear approaches the camp and is just sitting across from a fire, smiling? Um, well, as far bears smile, um... Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, that one! Oh. Mm. Oh. Oh. Mm. Do you know anything about bears? Um, I, I've heard a little, um, and sadly, uh, I, I don't have some of the spells that others in my clan would have had to handle this. Um, uh, she's gonna turn, she's gonna turn, now, she's a four and a half foot bow-legged dragar. She's gonna turn towards the bear and, like, throw her arms up and just be like, Go away! <laughs> it will hang its head, roll over onto all fours, and begin walking into the woods. Oh, now I feel sad. Well, I mean, I don't know what else we could have done. Um, he seemed friendly, but... I. It's a bear. <laughs> I think it wanted food. Maybe I. Hmm. I don't think it's a good idea to be feeding a bear that you don't know. Yes, probably. I mean, sure he seemed friendly and all, but in my understanding, they're usually. Not so that's strange. Okay, middle ground. Um, I have like a rush, some sort of Russian, right? Like, yeah, nearby. Uh, I'm going to try to get Moxon just to just to grab a ration in its bill and just fly over and just like drop it kind of near the bear, not too close to camp, but like... You're muted. Yeah, you're muted. Moccasin will fly off and then come back with the ration. Well, that rules that out. Um... I guess when we do the watch handover, we'll just let the next person know where bear's around. That's confusing. I'm going to make a note of that. All right. Yeah, that journal. Probably for the best. If, if you're all right, I'm going to go lay back down now. Oh, yes, yes. Thank you. Thank you for your help. Nice. Uh, yeah. No problem. She's going to go off back to her tent. And unseen by the rest, a fat raccoon will sit on a tree limb, holding its toes, rocking back and forth, watching the party. And your watch will end, and it will be time to wake up Jorvik. Uh, Jorvik, Jorvik. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mhm. Mm mhm. Mm yep. 
Uh, your turn. Uh, just letting you know now that bear did approach. It was very nice. It was smiling. Uh, it left. Didn't want food. Have fun. Bear was here. He didn't wake me. What if it wanted to wrestle? That's why I didn't wake you. Sorry, no, no, I meant, like, if it looks like it was aggressive, you're the first person I would have come to, but it looked like it wasn't aggressive. So, no offense, but the person who wanted to wrestle it's maybe not the best idea for when it's not yet aggressive. It might have consented to a wrestle. Especially if it looked friendly. Always get consent, it's important. Jorvik goes and takes his hammer and sets it down, and um, we'll sit down. Wait for um, for everyone to have settled again, and then reaches into his pack and pulls out a pair of needle, needles and some yarn and starts weaving. Give me a perception check. Uh, that is a 17 plus nothing. 17. Your watch will go without any interruptions or threats. Yorvik will pack up his weaving and stick it back in his pack and um, and then go and wake Umerzerig. Hey. Mm. Oh! Umerzerig's turn? Your turn, friend. Oh, good. Okay. Oh, have a good sleep. I'll let you know if there's any bears. The bear apparently came by during first watch and smiled and it was nice. And Did you get to wrestle it? During... No, I didn't. They didn't wake what? me. Nah. Again, make sure to wake me. Oh, yeah. yeah. If I see the bear, if, if Boomerzerig sees the bear, Boomerzerig will wake you up. I appreciate you, friend. Jorvik goes back to his tent. Boomerzerig gets to judge the wrestling match, though. Absolutely. Good, good. Uh, Boomerzerig sits down by the fire and uh, pokes pokes the fire uh, incessantly with a stick, just like really playing around with the fire, staring at it, and uh, whistling. Um, making far more fire. noise than anyone on watch should ever be making. The stick catches on fire. He waves it. Since it's past four hours and my trance would be over and he said he's making a lot of noise, can I see if Keto hears him? Sure, give me a perception. Okay, I'm, I'm throwing these dice away. <laughs> Nine minus one is eight. <laughs> you hear the noise it's okay. hard not to <laughs> and through the canvas you see a glow going back and forth really fast okay um she's going to quickly but try to make it look like it's not quick come on out and be like oh oh boom hazard i i possibly cannot sleep anymore you you don't mind if i sit with you right Oh, look, you, you are, oh, are you putting on a light show? 
Uh, yeah, look, uh, where's you getting caught the stick on fire? It's pretty, isn't it? Yeah, maybe we should put it back before it burns your hand. Uh, okay. And she's gonna sit down next to Pumera's room by the fire. There was right, a so smiling bear! Uh, right now? No, not right now. Um, Azuril saw it. Uh, but if we see it, we gotta wake up. We, we gotta wake up Jorvik so he can, so he can wrestle it. Okay. Oh. Keto's gonna look around with her horrible perception. Everybody give me perception, or you two give me perception check. Oh, yeah. My perception is also terrible, but I get... Oh, yep, that's... There's a got an fire. Three minus mm. one is two. Oh. <laughs> no, perception is plus two. Okay, I got a five. Yay. Somebody could have like... carried off the camp and y'all would have not noticed. The bear's been sitting with you the whole time. I, <laughs> I rolled an 11. I have a negative 3. What's the world oh. coming to that has <laughs> better perception than you do? This whole woods thing, like, she's better on the sea, man. <laughs> Unseen, the fat raccoon in the tree branch is now laying on its belly with its hand, with its chin tucked onto its paws, watching you. Your time will come to an end, and it'll be time to wake up, Ira. Oh, 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 before you go to sleep, uh, oh, yeah, mm -hmm. can you pass me my cards back? Maybe Ira will play a hand of cards with me. Oh, okay, sure, yeah. Thank you. Era get Era would get up and and come out and oh, did the bear come back? No, no, we've looked hard and we did not find any sign of the bear. Are we sure it was real? Did you see the bear? Well, yeah, I yelled at him and told him to go away because we didn't know what else to do. Ezreal had sent his... I don't know what that thing is that he has with him, but he sent him in my tent to wake me up. I think it's a kind of bird. Well, you're probably right, but... Lord have mercy, you don't want to see that first thing. Oh, that would be a little unsettling. Yeah, sadly, um, I may be a I, I may be a druid in training, but I don't have the spells that some of the others in my clan did, so I couldn't talk to it. Um, so I just stood up. <laughs> she's gonna kind of pantomime it where she's like, I just kind of stood up and flung my arms out and told him to go away, and oh, well, it did. You, you look like a bear. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Are, aren't you supposed to make yourself big? Oh, the perfect bear. I, I'm yeah. pretty sure that's how they talk. That's that's about what I thought too. Is that you know. When you say the words druid in training, a raccoon will appear beside you. Oh, goddess, where did you come from? That's not a bear. 
right? No. Um, I, I think they call them raccoons. It kind of looks like it's wearing a little mask. They are kind of cute little buggers, aren't they? She's kind of like leaning away from it and looking down at it. It will pose when you say it's cute and then scurry off. Aww. Well, the, the, the wildlife here is awful friendly. Are they all like that? Not that I've encountered. Oh. I don't know if Mirja was right. She said I needed to get out in the world and see things, but Lord have... God has helped me. This might do me in. I know she called... She calls me child because she's older than I am, for sure. But, I mean... 150 years is not young. No. No. <laughs> Go back to tending and, the fire and... And dawn will come. The forest coming alive, the chittering, the sounds of the birds, the bees buzzing. And as light breaks through, Ito and Ira will see a bear playing with its toes that will then wave, smile, and scamper off. I, I don't normally sleep, but am I dreaming? I was wondering the same thing. You were wondering if I was dreaming? I was wondering if I was dreaming. Oh, and then... Oh. Well, and then I wonder, did I did I eat the wrong mushroom before bed? And she starts rifling through. No, I didn't eat the one that makes you go on a trip without leaving home. Oh, we might and... need to save that for later. Uh, if we see any more bears, um, maybe we need to make breakfast. Oh, I yeah. And she'll get out the pot and start throwing together something for breakfast. I imagine with rations they probably have like porridge or something. Eggs. Yeah. Some kind of oats or something, yeah. Yeah. Well, Corona's gonna be the first one up that wasn't on a watch because no one asked her what watch she wanted to sit. She'll be coming out of her tent, hood up, scarf over her face. Just give a little stretch, but try not to have her tail poke out of her cloak. Which is hard to do when it also wants to stretch. Give me a constitution saving throw to see if you can control your tail. <laughs> Well, that's an 18 on the die. You said saving throw? Yes. Then that's, an, that's a dirty 20. Yeah, you are able to keep your tail from poking out. She's very practiced at it. <laughs> good, good morning, Karana. 
You you travel the woods a bit, right? She'll nod. So, is it usual for bears to smile at you and wave? She's just gonna tilt her head and then shake her head. Oh, I he had a big old grit on his face, was playing with his toes, and and the raccoon was too. I think it, it, that's what they're called, right? A, a, a raccoon, raccoon, with the with the mask. Little fellow. That does not sound like it was animal. So it looks like an animal. There are things that look like animals but aren't. Give me an insight check, Karana. You've been around these woods a while. Ooh, that should be good. What's my insight bonus? Do 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 do. That is a twenty-one. First blackjack. As you come to the conclusion that it was not an animal, you remember that to the north of here is a druid fortress. The Enclave of the Lunar Dancers. It was probably a druid from the Enclave playing a joke on you. Era's gonna sit there for a minute and go, Oh, I... You... Damn uplanders. Oh, oh, we... You, we, you... Uh, you did say something about being a druid before the raccoon came. Yes, yes, and of course they would be uplander animals, not the ones like we had in the caves. See, all of my clan, it was always like, you know, ha ha, I'm a salamander, and ha ha, I'm a rock pig, and yeah. They, they, I'm they, a dolphin, yeah. Well, we didn't have those, but yeah. And as you all wake and face a new day, we're going to take our last break. We're going to take a quick 10 minutes, get our snickety snacks, our beverages of choice, handle our business. I hope you all are having fun. I know this is a little different than what you normally see, but I, I hope you guys are having fun at the table and I hope the audience is enjoying. 100%. Uh, if you are enjoying, then let us know. But we'll be back in 10 minutes. We love you guys. And we are back. Thanks so much for hanging out while we got our snickety snacks, our beverages of choice, and handled our things. Uh, before we left, the party had camped overnight. They had been visited by a bear and a raccoon, which Karana deduced was probably druids from the Lunar Dancer Enclave. Day has come. The morning is bright. The spring air is crisp. Breakfast has been made. And your journey lies ahead of you. But before we get into all that, we have a word from Locke. 
Hi, gamers. I'm still Luck Clark. And I'm going to talk to you in a moment about our partners in this endeavor, NordVPN. NordVPN provides military-grade encryption for all your devices. They protect you from the malwares and the spywares and the hackerses. Um, and they make sure that if the hackers do get a hold of your information, that they get rid of that for you. They search the dark web and the regular web for your info, make sure it's not out there, and they take care of that for you. They also make you harder to find by allowing you to mask your location by appearing virtually on their servers in other countries so that your IP address appears to be from somewhere else. And while you're doing that, while you appear to be elsewhere, you can check out what's on those other countries' um, Netflixes or or um, other streaming services like Disney Plus or Paramount. See what they've got in those countries if those streaming services are, in fact, available in those countries. So go and check out NordVPN. And to do that, you're going to go through our website. That's willofthedice.com. You're going to click the NordVPN link there so they know you came from us because that makes us look cool and you want us to look cool. You're, you're muted, muted if you're talking. It's just been one. It's been a day. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. So you all are awake. You have eaten. What would you like to do? Now, Karana's going to take down her tent and put it back on her horse. I'll say, yeah, yeah. Uh, break down tents, kind of, you know, make sure that we've got the fire all completely out, kind of clean up the area. Leave it like it um, sounded or better. Jorvik will make sure to give pointers to people as they're taking down their tents for the easier setup later and, and you know proper ways of doing it since he's from a nomadic people. Um, and then we'll help anyone loading the, tor the, the tents back onto the horses. Azur will probably come out later than everyone else. Uh, a bit sleepy. And... Yeah, sort of warily try to. It's like, oh, well, what? I... Sorry, did I did I miss anything? Uh, Akito's gonna hand you a bowl of porridge, oatmeal, whatever it ends up being, and uh... oh, um, apparently you got pranked. the The bear wasn't a bear. Nope. Um, Karana says it was probably a druid. Maybe there was a bear. Last night. I, you woke me up. You sent your bird thing into my tent. Oh, of course. Yes, yes, of course. Sorry. Uh, it's just, just, just waking up. Um, so, that was a prank from druids. Yeah. It, it smiled and waved at us this morning. Yeah. The, the bear can smile and wave? Well, it's not really a bear. It's a person... Magic oh. bear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, druids. I, 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 I'm not really trained, so I don't have the ability yet. But uh, druids can shape shift into animals. I just didn't. It just didn't dawn on me because uplander animals are a bit different than what we had in the caves. Like the druids in my clan would have been pranking us by turning into salamanders or frogs or rock pigs or something like that. You know, we don't have bears and, yeah, rock pigs. Um, uh, yeah, big gray boar pig looking thing. They've got stony tusks. 
Trabak pig. Okay. I'm unfamiliar with the word. Sorry. Well, it's okay. But yeah, so I just didn't know. Sorry. Azul's just gonna get out his journal and like flick to the most recent entry and just. All right. So, where to? Um, uh, further down the road, I suppose. Um, we can... We're making for the mountains. It's the best to go, unless... You think these druids would help us? Or would know something? Koron is gonna shrug. Uh, you know what? It can't hurt to ask, right? I mean, it's not like we have a... Timeline. I mean... Druids tend to be a helpful lot. They at least have a sense of humor. Oh. And and then Jorvik can wrestle the bear. And you With consent. That... Yeah. Corona's just going to shake her head. Would she know how to get to the druids? Yeah, they just head north. Their their enclave is large. They have a, a fortress made of trees that have interwoven together, and they are plentiful. Well, druids then... usually... Oh, Right. I was just going to ask, are Druids usually accepting of people coming to say hi? I kind of heard some stories that they were a bit reclusive and don't like letting people in and all that. They I could mean, be wrong, though. They can always say no. They didn't eat your face off? I mean, from the Druids that I know, which, you know, is my clan, we tend to be a pretty helpful lot. Um, it's all in how you approach. If you're coming up friendly and you're not trying to attack them, or should be fine. Okay, so shall we go north and try to speak to some tricksy druids? Yes, to the druids. <laughs> hey, that was my line when I was D and D. But no, Korana will, will go ahead and mount her horse and she'll take points since she doubts anyone else knows the way. Jorvik will offer to help people up onto their horses. Error will gladly accept. Mm -hmm. Oh, I thank you. There you go. Up you get. All right. And just like yesterday, she's going to lean over and she's going to write... Remember our accord, you keep your manners and I'll keep mine and we'll get through this all right. And she'll kind of like, kind of very, very gently pat its neck. <laughs> She's still right. Go ahead. Spence, Karana is in the lead. Roll a d6. Yes, sir. Five. The wind begins to pick up. The 
tree leaves begin to turn upward, a indication that rain is coming. The clouds become dark, the thunder loud, the lightning bright, a torrential downpour beating against you as you slog through what is now dirt, moss, and mud heading north. This will be considered difficult terrain and will cost you half a day's travel. Fair enough. She's not trying to trot along with the weather like this. They're just normal, normal horsey walking speed. Just trying to mop. Trotting mud like that is just asking for a horse to break their ankle. During one of the claps of thunder, Boom Erzurig's horse will rear and bolt. <laughs> oh, oh, this is fun! <laughs> Korana will break away from the group and try to corral the horse and try to get it calmed. Okay, so I need both of you to roll the d20. Oh. Uh, one Ten. Ten. Karana? Fifteen. You are able to ride up, grab the reins, bring the horse, speed down, get it calm. And you will see a woman in brown robes standing there looking at you. Long blonde hair. Piercing blue eyes. Karana will steer back. Their hands will gesture in a series of movements. Karana will squint, realize that the woman probably can't see her squint, and tilt her head. <laughs> Another woman with red hair will appear. Same brown robes. You have to forgive her. She can't speak. Are you lost? Corona will shake her head. Where are you heading? North. Are you looking for my kin? That depends. Good Lord, it's kind of like kind of pet a prickly hog. Are you looking for the druids? Era will, Era is 
probably with an earshot, she'll be, oh, aye, aye, we were looking for the druids. Apparently a few of them pranked us last night in our camp. There was no prank. We were guarding you. Oh, well, you know, we kind of took it as maybe a prank because some of us don't have much experience with druids. Um, I, my clan tends to be druids, but um, we tend to be in caves, so... I didn't ken that the bear wasn't a bear until somebody else said something this morning and she nods at Karana. And you just have to excuse her. Um, she's the strong, silent type. Well, if you're looking for the druids, you found us. Let's get in out of this weather. Come on. How lucky. Much obliged of you. Very kind. Thank you. You will be brought to a huge fortress made of trees. The thing rivals any of the great castles on Verndathar. The large gates will open, and you will see individuals going about their daily lives, seeming unbothered by the rain. You will be led to the stables, given towels, and mugs of hot cocoa. Ooh, ooh. Thank you very kindly. Um, the towels are for the horses, and Keto's going to start driving the horse. The towel is for you. Oh, but this is the best I've felt in so long. Ah, you're one of them water ones, right? Yes. All right, the mistress. Follow me. Much obliged, and thank you for the cocoa. I've heard of this delicacy amongst my people, but living on the plains never had a chance to experience. Is there anyone else that has never experienced hot cocoa? Well, Marzarek has experienced hot cocoa. It is good. I experienced is it right now. Is this your first time? Yes. I need you all to roll a constitution saving throw to see if you get a sugar rush. Yes! Oh, Corona's not drinking hers. She's, she's oh. very distrustful. Aw, oh, sad. This one... Real. Seven. So, so hyped on sugar. Your movement is doubled... You have advantage on dexterity saving throws. You have disadvantage on intelligence saving throws. Yeah. Boom, Boomerzerig. Boomerzerig uh, got a, a, a 22, unfortunately. You're fine. Oh, well. Keto. Nine. That's same. You're hyped. Ira. Four. Unless, oh, you're so hyped. Unless, <laughs> unless you let me have advantage because this could avoid or end a poisoned condition. Mm. <laughs> okay. No, it's, it's, no, it's fine. I, I just thought think, that was funny. I don't think sugar counts as a poison. A Chocolate counts as a toxin, though. Yeah, so you can have advantage. Go ahead and make your roll. 
Okay. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It's a six. <laughs> Jorvik. I rolled a nat 20. For 25. <laughs> and I am sad about it. So some of you are feeling tingly and, and good. Others of you don't understand what the obsession with the hot cocoa drink is. Did they did they put some of my mushrooms in this? This is this has been this is marvelous stuff. Oh no, it's got to be the weather. Oh, I haven't felt this great forever. Oh, oh, so you said you're going to take us to to meet someone? I was going to take you to see the mistress. Oh, the mistress. I like that. Let's go. Mistress, Mister, mystery, 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 mistress, mystery, mistress, Mister, me, Mister. Where's Where's your birdie bird? Hmm? You should give the bird some. It's not, 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 not really a bird. If you know what I mean, like it's a, it's a, it's a magical thing. It's, it's a, it doesn't, doesn't need the, the, the food and beverage, like, like most do. It's, a, it's a thing. It's a thing. It's a conjuration. And you all are led through a series of winding hallways, beautiful tapestries on the wall, different scenes of nature, celebrating the glory that is the Weeping Wasteland. And there, sitting on the floor with a paintbrush and a canvas, is a beautiful porcelain skin, red curly hair, green eyes, female. Welcome. I'm Shayla. It's very nice to meet you, Shayla. I am Buerzerig. Welcome to and my home. Your home is lovely. Thank you for having us. You, you're you're quite gorgeous. Are are you sure you're not part mermaid? Oh, maybe you are. I didn't ask. I'm sorry. I'm Keto. The quiet one over there is Karana. Wave hi, Karana. Don't mind her. She's just a strong, silent type. I'm Ira. It is oh, a pleasure uh, to meet all of you. Go ahead, uh, Kindle. Oh, oh yeah, Azro. Sorry, I was thinking about uh, horses. Uh, yeah, I, I'm thinking about a lot right now. It's they're just coming and going. Uh, anyway, yeah. yeah. We have come for two very important reasons. One, we need help finding our way. But more importantly, Yorvik wants to fight a bear. That's not exactly... It's close. You didn't want I, consent? I really it's really rude to fight somebody without consent. I'm no, just saying, no, no, especially no. if they didn't attack I you am... in the first place. Are you sure that you should I mean you said that you're nice except when you're not nice and are you just not feeling nice right now? I'm feeling very nice. No, we didn't come here so that I could wrestle a bear, but if it's on the table, I would gladly wrestle a bear if someone wanted to do that. I am a I... wrestling champion for my people, and I would love a chance to wrestle a bear. But 
that is completely neither here nor there. The real reason we have come is we are on a quest. We have been but sent from the Sword of Hope to find the heroes. And we were hoping that perhaps you... We've been told that they are in Wells Deep, but maybe you have heard something different. Or, want... or know of a faster way to get there than, through the, than over the mountains. You want to wrestle a bear on a table? That's what I thought, too. Okay, so it's not just me. I thought maybe it was a land thing. I, won't that break the table? Does anyone else feel like going for a run? I could really go for a run. No, I want to go for a swim. I miss the ocean. They're not usually like this. I think it might have been something in the dram you gave us. Mm-mm. Oh, yes. Ramsey thinks they're much better now. There is something give me, to that. Give me a persuasion check with advantage. As they are amused at the sugar room. Um... Twelve. I rolled a five. She will set down her paintbrush and she'll be like, yes, uh, first off, we do know the heroes. They have been through here quite some time. Um, we owe much to them. If you are seeking them, then we can try to assist you. But we must ask for a vow of silence about where we are. I can honestly say I have absolutely no clue where we are. I mean, north, only because Karana said north, but I... Mm. Well, we have something special. Follow me, and she will stand up and walk to the far side of the northern... Uh, part of the room, opening two double doors, revealing a beautiful, well-kempt, well-manicured topiary garden. The rain does not even touch it. Oh, look at that. Oh, where did oh, the pretty water amazing. go? Are some of the topiaries shaped like animals? All of them are shaped like animals. Are we currently in the topiary yeah. garden? Yes. Corona's going to pet one of the, the animal bushes. Okay. And what was you going to say, Kendall? Uh, Azra's going to try to slyly get his journal out and just cross out the bit where he's talking about finding the druids and where they're going. One sec. Sorry, they're setting off a bunch of fireworks. Okay, so you will be led to the center of the topiary where a large, almost appearing rose bush stands. This is an oath binder. You make a promise on it and you are magically bound to keep that promise. I would ask that in exchange for getting you to Wells Deep, post-haste, that you would each take the oath not to reveal our location. Corona will nod. Yeah. Certainly. Where's your egg? 
oath not to reveal the location of this place that Mayor's Rig does not know where it is. Hi. I consent. Very well. Please prick your finger on the thorns. Karana will go up and with her thumb. Yep, Kita will find a thorn and prick a finger. Dorvig as well. Uh, so, yeah. Where's the rig? Prick, prick, prick. There it is. The flower will glow a soft pinkish hue. That hue will surround you all and you will feel a soft tingle. Very well. Bring forth Sister Kestrel. Is she also a bird that's not a bird? No, she's one of our sisters. A very young elven female will appear. Oh my god, you're the travelers. Hi, how are you doing? I, we haven't had company in so long. Well, we had the heroes, but that doesn't really count as company because they were here on business. Greetings. This is a pleasure to meet you. I am Jorvik. And he extends his arms as if to offer a hug. And they will hug you. Oh my goodness, it's a dwarf. I've not seen a dwarf in forever. They and will I grab hug. your beard and yank. <laughs> Easy there. <laughs> oh, Blumerzig likes you. <laughs> oh, do you turn into a bear? He wants to wrestle a bear, but only with, with, with consent on a table. I do not turn into a bear. Darn. Oh. More's the pity. <laughs> they will speak to uh, Shayla in a language that you cannot understand. And then looking back, oh, we're going to Wells Deep. I've not been to Wells Deep in, 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 in like a year. It's been a long time since I've been to Wells Deep. I love going to Wells Deep. They're such nice people. Come on, come on, follow us. me, follow me, follow me. Do you drink that oh, cool. often? <laughs> no, can't stand the stuff. Castrol, hmm. I hope you don't mind <laughs> if I, um, when I say that you are, you are a lovely and attractive person. You brighten a room with your presence. And and thank you very much. I don't get many compliments that often. You, sometimes I get compliments, but sometimes they're kind of backhanded compliments, like when people tell you that you you're pretty until you open your mouth. Well, oh, I true. think you're pretty while you open your mouth. Oh, oh, did you just say that? Um, I'm not sure he meant it that that way, but no. yeah, he he said it, but I don't think it no, was meant. No, no, that's way. not what I meant. That is, that is not. I mean, a little. Not what I, I meant. I, she has a very pretty mouth. I don't. I, I can't. <clears throat> and 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 Kito's kind of goes like, "Where are we going?" I I just meant that while you're speaking, you are also pretty. Uh, in contrary to what the other people may have said, I think they're wrong, and now it's awkward. It's all right, last. Just remember. The next time somebody says something like that to you, just give them a good smack. 
Oh, we're not allowed to smack each other. That's against the rules. Although I did hit someone with a tree branch one time because they were making fun of me. That's how I found out it was against the rules. Well, you know. Sometimes rules are meant to be broken. She will saddle up to Karana. Oh my goodness, you smell funny. You smell like brimstone. Are, are, what? Have you been near a fire? Have you been in a fire? Oh my god, are you fireproof? Near one, yes. You're so cool. Dark and mysterious. I wish I could be dark and mysterious, but I can't keep my mouth shut long enough. She's just leaning away from Kestrel. Do you like fire, Kestrel? I like sitting around a fire. I like roasting marshmallows on a fire. I like baking on a fire. I like cooking on a fire. I like sitting and playing my lute near the fire, but like, I'm not really a big fan of like large fires. Oh, me. Blizzard likes large fires. But I can... Blizzard can make a small fire. Not right now. Oh, okay. Wow. They will lead you to a large tree at the backside of the topiary garden. Okay, are you ready? Have you got all your stuff? Are you prepared to go through? Go through oh, what? What about oh, our oh. horses? Oh, we'll take care of your horses. They'll be safe here. We love all animals. Uh, 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 question first. Uh, uh, um, uh, the people who said they met the heroes uh, last time, uh, they came through and stuff. Uh, we had a question about that. Do they seem like the kind of people who would tax people for entering a town? What? No, oh my God, they are the nicest people we'll ever meet. They gave us so much money and they helped us out. They killed some things that were plaguing us and they, then Lucaius showed up and made threats and they showed up and scared Lucaius away and uh, they are the heroes. They don't do bad guy things. Okay, that, that's what we heard too, but then other people said that they were I'm, it's very strange. We need to go talk to them. Well, that's where we're going. Come on, come on, come on. Form a line, form a line, single file. Oh, okay. They will put both hands on the tree. The tree will open as if it was magically spawning a greenish light, admitting quickly through, through before it closes. It'll close quick. Oh, 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 yep. Your it goes through. <gasps> oh, yep, yep, time to run. <laughs> oh, yeah. Here it goes through. Kita's going to skip through. Karana? Yes, she. Joop. You will find yourself standing beneath a large apple tree. One of the only trees around has the scent of lavender and jasmine dance to your nostrils. The salty air of the sea uh, mingling with the scents, giving it that oh. briny flavor. On the distance, you will see the walled city that is Wells Deep. And this is where we end for the evening. I do hope that those of you in the audience have enjoyed. I do hope those of you at the table have enjoyed. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs>
All right. We're going to take time to remind people who we are, where they can find us. Uh, before we do that, I just want to say, if you like what you see and would like to help us out, head over to patreon.com slash dice. Subscribe. We do monthly merchandise drawings. We have After the Rolls, where we get together and talk about the latest episodes. And for the next 17 subscribers, you get a free 55-millimeter table shaker from Red Panda Dyson Delights. They are big, they are chunky, they are beautiful. So, yeah, go check them out. And with that being said, let us begin our exit. Hi, everyone. I'm Alice, the voice of Karana, and you can find me on Twitter at Captain Cupcake. Hi, gamers. I continue to be Lot Clark through no fault of my own. Uh, and I have been Jorvik Bramblebeard, and you can find me on the social medias at Lock Unruly. That's Lock with an H. Hi, it's my... <clears throat> Excuse me. Hi, yes, this is Ames, and I was the voice of Ira tonight, and you can find me over on Twitter at LollyGFIFO. Hi, everybody. This is Christina, the voice of Keto, and you can find me on Twitter at TiaMorskaSkula. This is Dan, the voice of BoomerianZareg. <laughs> and you can find me on Twitter at RabbitisDan. Hi, everybody. My name is Kendall. I've been voicing Azrael, and you can find me on Twitter at Kendall'sDumb. And I am Tier the DM, the world's okayest DM, and you can find me on Twitter at Tier underscore the underscore DM. I know with shit that the Supreme Court is doing, with laws that are being passed, with just the general insanity of the world, it seems dark. But remember, you're not alone. Remember that love and inclusion, these are the torches that light a path to a better tomorrow. Come join us and be torchbearers. And until next time, live a life to make yourself proud. We love you guys.